Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. again here with my wife Allison and an old friend of mine from high school uh, Ted Craig hello Ted hi how are you oh well I'm I'm fine because you made us watch Ice Pirates yep Allison how are you um so this movie suffered from some (sighs) times have changed there was a hard end in this movie that I was not expecting. <laughs> the end word, yeah. Uh, it's it's terrible. It's a really bad movie. But there were some. But it was very funny at some parts. Like there were space herpes for some reason. Well, I think that was like an ode to Alien. Though. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There were space herpes. There was. Um, there were a lot of odes to different sci-fi movies, which I did enjoy. I liked that. Robert Urich constantly wore his shirt open but tied in a knot like it was he was going to the beach in the 90s. It was a pirate's look. Was it? I like Bruce Valanche. Yeah. He's always fun to see. It was interesting to see like Ron per- Ron Perlman and <gasps> Angelica Houston so young. Yeah, this is like Ron Perlman's second movie. Yeah, they're just babies. What else did I enjoy? It's a funny movie. It's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous movie. Let's not get those confused. (laughs) Is it a comedy? Yes. Thank God. I want to start off with this. Ted and I had not entirely overlapping circles of friends because Ted graduated two years before me. Mm -hmm. So we really only crossed over largely with a, a mutual, I guess we can still call him a friend, Dave Johnson, who... Um, <laughs> How do you stop being a friend? It's not like you're dating. It's not like, oh, this is my ex-friend. Yeah, this is my ex-friend. <laughs> but um, Dave was a lot. Like, I remember yeah, no one shit. time. <laughs> I've met Dave a handful of times, and he's a lot. Dave was born on the same day of the year, not same year, but same day of the year that Sid Vicious died, and Dave took that uh, as a way of life and would wear a leather jacket all year round. But That's so... Um, and this was, Gross. Dave got an apartment and apparently, and you probably don't even remember this, Ted, but you told Dave that if there were heroin needles oh, anywhere, yep. you were going to leave. So that was, that was another friend of ours. But yeah, I do remember that because oh, okay. there was, it, there, he was, there was a lot of, there was a lot of fun times in that apartment. Yeah. There was a time that. Uh, the banana peels. The banana peels. Yep. 
Oh, when you guys tried to get high on banana peels? Yeah, it turned out I figured out after a few minutes that what was going on was oxygen deprivation, <laughs> and we weren't actually, <laughs> there was actually no effect. Yeah, Dave Kids, got the anarchist cookbook, <laughs> and it called for 14 pounds of banana, or peels. 14 pounds of banana peel. Anyway, it was all night long, shaving off the insides of banana peels, and then bake slow baking them in an oven, and then rolling them up. And uh, and then nothing fucking happened. Nothing. Yeah. That's no. so embarrassing for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> but is, um, it, is it embarrassing? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little. But, you know what? It's a great story. But because we didn't overlap that much, like I've found out in the past year or two, mostly from Facebook, how much you and I have in common. And we just got done hanging out. We went to a play at EMU today yep. and just like your comic book knowledge, you're a cat guy too. Like it's kind of like when we were talking about our other mutual friend, Kelly McGuire, where I'm like, I'm probably closest now with Kelly out of anyone that I grew up with. And she and I, because she's was a year or two younger than me, our paths didn't cross that much either. And now I'm like, why didn't Ted and I hang out more? <laughs> like, Well, in high school, I mean, you know, the, the age thing yeah. is a big deal because you don't have any classes together. You don't, yeah. you don't do things. Yeah. And, and when you're a junior, you want to be seen with a freshman. Are you kidding? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, especially this guy. Yeah. Especially <laughs> when that looked like meatloaf. He had sex with <laughs> a was NASCAR. Like... <laughs> Little hey pudgy, guys. long-haired, androgynous kid with logos all over him. Hey, guys, want to hang out? Yeah. I'm a boy. <laughs> you guys want to play Star Wars? But I'm glad. I'm thankful. Like all the negative things that comes with Facebook, I'm grateful for it now because I like that. You know, here I am, 49, and I'm. I'll assume you're 51. Yep. I'm like, yeah, Ted's a cool guy. Yeah, because <laughs> Ice Pirates is a great movie, <laughs> Allison. I'm somewhere in between you two. I think between ridiculous and great. <laughs> Thank you. He's the great balance. It was as much fun as I remember. <laughs> also, it just ends. I think they got. I, I we were Did talking about earlier. But we were talking about they ran out of money. I think they got. Yeah. To, they they kind of. We can't shoot the last part of this movie because we're out of money. Yeah, I think it was a, initially a twenty million dollar movie. Yeah, it was and like, then sci-fi movies started not doing well in the box office, so they were like, well, "We changed our mind. It's eight million dollars now," and there wasn't a. An yeah. ending shot where they land on because the whole movie is trying to get Mary Crosby, Bing Crosby's real life daughter, to the water planet, which may or may not be Earth. Yeah, I was gonna say I think yeah. it's, it's one of those like the Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. Right? yeah, they're going to Earth all along. Yeah, so they have to go through a wormhole to get there, and the movie that's been building up to her finding her dad ends with them going, "Well, there's the planet. The end. The end." Yeah. But there is an ending that was shot with apparently everyone splashing around in the beaches of Malibu, but that was cut. Okay. Apparently, this wasn't a total flop, but um, it didn't make a ton of money. It made about $5.3 million It made over... less than it costs. Oh, over? Over. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it made... Um, the budget ended up going up to $9 million. Even though it was budgeted at eight, it went over a million, and then um, it grossed worldwide fourteen point two five million. So, but worldwide, you don't get the full gross always. Yeah. Either if you're well, the it also says that the that the U.S. gross was fourteen point two five million U.S. Okay. So I don't think it released outside of the U.S. Probably not. Um, and opening weekend it was only four point three. So, opening weekend was not a good weekend for them. 
you 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 hope to make your budget back that first weekend. Well, in the eighties though, they used to have a slower rollout too. Though I mean, yeah. sometimes you can that's be, true. You would you would you would be in the theaters for weeks, and everybody wasn't rushing to get on on video or streaming or anything like that. That's no, true. The poster is like a really cool Drew Struzan painted poster. It is a cool poster. I learned this when um, Star Wars: Force Awakens came out. If you put a black person on a poster in a large uh, spot, that movie will not do well in Asia. So um, maybe it was racist. It is. Yes, it's incredible. That's why there were so many. There's a variation of the Force Awakens poster that has John Boyega very small on it oh my god that's really gross mm-hmm. i so i wonder because the third lead in this is michael d roberts if... but it didn't even seem like it released outside of the u.s yeah i guess so that's i don't too. think so I, don't I think it just um maybe because the asian good. markets were like no we do not like that uh even though you put that word in the movie that made us very happy oh my uh, god we don't like that you put them yeah. on the poster it was a it it didn't need to be in like the guy said it and then everybody was like, oh, that, I, I didn't think that I, when you were going to say there was something uncomfortable there, I didn't think that was even the worst part, though. I thought the worst part was the ghetto bot. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. I, I blocked that out. The ghetto bot was bad. What's up, blood? I was like, are you kidding? This got passed. <laughs> oh, are you kidding? Have you seen other movies from the 80s? Hello. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I it mean, bad. Revenge of the Nerds is all about Ooh, <laughs> raping. Yeah. Well, also, in the very beginning of this movie, when um, Jason goes into the chamber where Princess Karina is, he opens her the, <laughs> the glass casket she's in. I don't know. It's called the Michael Jackson bed. Okay, the Michael Jackson bed she's in. And then tries to, like, look at her boobies. He, like, pulls her <laughs> dress up and is like, huh? Allison. And- I wake up before you. If you're sleeping on your stomach Which every I single morning, am. I look at your butt. <laughs> if you're sleeping on your back, then Which every single happens. morning, I look at your boobs. It's just a thing we do. Okay, but I'm your wife, not a stranger, so... No, I've been doing that for years. Okay. I do think it's funny, though, I'm that upset with uh, you it's right a bounty now. hunter who... Uh, says the N-word in it. But he bounty says it, hunter pirate. Right, but Let's he says it, right. it to another bounty hunter played by Rockney Tarkington, who... Um, who all seem upset by it. Yeah, he... Well, he is a black and actor. And he's a black but guy. he is also uh, the Samson in the black exploitation film Black Samson. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> so I think it was sort of like... Uh, I I don't know. It's, Look. Listen, when when that happens, it is very awkward. It's 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 almost like you didn't need to to say it. Like no. why? Yeah, I mean they just there's... said it, and then everybody was like, "What the fuck?" And he was like, "I mean the black guy." Mm. <laughs> like what? Why? <laughs> but at least that guy gets his head cut off. That's true. Shortly does. after. Yeah, that's true. Um, there's some o there's an ode to Mad Max in this, which I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, right. with Rockney. Tarkington. Yes. I liked the frog lady. I'm very sad she got blown up. Yeah. The frog lady was great. Um Well, let me let's go back to this. I know I saw <laughs> this so in the theater. Sad. You saw it in the theater. Yeah. Oh. Cuz like oh. I told you earlier, this is my dad's wheelhouse. This is right, pirates. Right. This is sci-fi and uh Space pirates. Yeah. And then, you know, Bruce Valanche had all the half-naked 
Amazonian women. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, your dad loved half naked Amazonian women. <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't, though? Oh, yeah, that's true. So, um, why? So, yeah, I saw this in the theater when I was 12 and loved this movie. I bet you did. I must have seen it like 20 times on cable when it was. Whenever, whatever, at that summer when it came onto cable. Okay. Because remember how they, they used to have just. There yeah, used to they be have these like movies. a summer movie and then they just replay it over yeah, and over again. Yeah, over and over again. Just because we both grew up in Troy doesn't mean we both grew up with cable. <laughs> I didn't have cable. Really? Yeah. I didn't have cable until I graduated from broadcasting school and I told my dad, you know, it's going to be an easier time for me to get a job in television if we have cable television. <laughs> and uh, And he fell for that? Yeah, and then I ended up getting a uh, in, a paid internship with what is now Comcast, and uh, was it TCI back in the day? Or yeah, 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 it was TCI, I think. And part of the deal with that was we got full cable every premium channel. So then after that internship ended, my parents were already used to having. They so we went it. from having no cable to all the cable. See, I went the opposite way. We had all the movie channels when I was in, in high school, and then I. Uh, when I came home, it was either when I was in college or after college, I came home and went to turn on HBO and I'm like, oh, there's something wrong with the TV. My dad's like, oh yeah, I canceled all those. I don't watch. <laughs> so if we had been friends in high school, I could have seen more nudity other than Jane Fonda and Barbarella on my dad's VHS. Well, I mean, yeah. That's, that's, if you're, that, that's all you're going to have. That's, you know, pretty high yeah. up there. That's pretty good. Yeah. You did scream Barbarella a lot during this movie. Yeah, <laughs> which is funny because there uh, was it during the sex scene that yeah, was oh, yeah, in the yeah, rain yeah. for some reason. Mm-hmm. It's okay because it's water. The water I, is the, okay. the theme of the movie. I get it, but also they were on an upholstered couch. They just ruined that. Also, it's gonna smell. Also, why was it kind of like a porn at some points where she was like, "He's like, I should take off my saber," and she's like, "I'll take it off. It's very stiff." <laughs> It's called innuendos. I think every funny line in this was probably written by Bruce Valanche. Because Stuart Raffel, who wrote and directed this, (laughs) was a Hollywood stuntman that they were like, oh, yeah, you can can probably direct movies. Well, Hell Needham had had success. So, you know, that was probably the the thought process at the time. He he also made the notorious flop Mac and Me, the E.T. knockoff. That I never saw, Mm. but I remember the poster for that. Mm -hmm. Did you see that one in the theaters too? Uh, 88, so I was 16 years old. In high school, I would go to movies with Bill Appleton a lot. Okay. And I feel like we were watching stuff like The Cook, The Thief, His Wife and Lover and stuff like that. And we were trying to be sophisticated uh, cinephiles. Going going down to the Maple Theater back when it was in Birmingham. Yes. Oh, yeah. So it was was a mix of that. And then our, uh, you know, I can't remember what the hate men's next door neighbor called us one time, like Degenerates or something. (laughs) Probably. Uh, So it was that or seeing uh, movies with the Degenerates like uh, Showgirls. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. It was in the era of Nintendo and he was collecting Nintendo games and it was during (laughs) one of the nudity scenes in the movie and Gary leaned over and said, hey, dude, I have Populous. And I was like, dude, don't share that. And and he's like, no, the game. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, Gary. Uh, Should we go over the synopsis? It's about pirates that are trying to get ice. It's kind of seemed. I, I, I was wondering when I was watching it. Was just like, 
inspired by Dune or a ripoff of Dune. Oh, with yeah, definitely. It's definitely a ripoff of a lot of things. Well, yeah. Um, which, fair. I mean, almost well, everything Star Wars is... is a ripoff of a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, there's everything Star Wars a... and there's Ice Pirates, I guess. Yeah. As George Lucas would say, uh, you know, uh, Star Wars is really an homage to uh, the Hidden <laughs> Fortress by... Uh, <laughs> Kira Kurosawa. Laser sword. Uh, I like that uh, he would dive you into these and worlds. Solo? Uh, 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 I love that George Lucas mispronounces literally everything. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm like, it's your lore, and yet here we are. He doesn't care. Yeah, no. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't. I guess he has so much money. Why would you? Because he wanted to do experimental art films, and then that thing ended up being the thing that took off. So it's not like. Eh, whatever. Anyway, yeah. space pirates. I guess water is r- scarce. Right. Uh, you so, just say scarce. Yeah. Scarce. I was gonna let that go by, but uh, you know. Scarce. Sorry. Did you intentionally say scarce? Yes. Don't mispronounce things on the podcast. How dare you? <laughs> the Pickertons, ladies and gentlemen. Right How here. How dare you, sir? Um. <laughs> It's because I always say Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell and <laughs> lots of other things. Yeah. In this, what was it? Macaulay Culkin you did the other a few weeks ago? Macaulay. Macaulay. And yeah. I was like, I'm getting, I'm leaving forever. Because <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't stop. Um, okay. They come across the princess of the galaxy? Question mark. And um, they're trying to find her father who is on a water planet somewhere in another dimension. Um, chaos ensues. Is that the? Is that pretty much it? Mm-hmm. It's like Star Wars meets Dune, plus Bruce Valanche, and lots and lots of um, just like tops tied in knots mm-hmm. on men. It's like the cover of a romance novel come to life. It is yeah. kind of. Oh, it's but it's so bad. My uh, uh, favorite, <laughs> least favorite trivia that i pointed out uh when they find uh jason's old partner lanky nibs oh yeah and uh he's dying and he says to robert urich it's the actor robert uh simons says to him like never thought i'd be dying i always thought you'd die before me in real life robert urich died much earlier than oh, yeah. robert simmons so dark yeah so dark so Robert Urich, it's interesting that this I think this is the only movie he had the lead in. Uh, I mean, really? Possibly. Yeah, he he was a, you know because he had he he was on TV. Yeah, he was on Vegas. Vegas, uh, Spencer for Hire. Yep, SWAT. Spencer for Hire being the big Wasn't one. He the original Lonesome SWAT. Dove. Was he in Lonesome Dove, or am I thinking of someone else? Uh, yeah, he was in Lonesome Dove, and um, a lot of Duracell commercials or Energizer. Ooh, I can't remember which one. That's exciting for him. He was the guy who would have the battery on his shoulder and say, like, I dare you to knock it off or something like that. Okay. He made a couple movies at that time because he was also in uh, another one. Another one you guys should watch for you made me watch it. Uh, Turk 182. Did you oh, yeah. I remember yeah. Turk 182. He was, oh, God. Did you see this? No. <laughs> he was Timothy I'm... Hutton's older brother. and Yeah. Yeah. And that's quite the cast. Kim Cattrall. Oh, Cullen. well. Oh, we'll good see. name drop. Kim Cattrall, my co-star from Your the movie co-star. Meet Monica Velour. Yeah, where yes. you were definitely her co-star. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's an exotic... Dancer? Yes. Well, <laughs> he's a patron at the exotic 
dancing club. Uh, but it okay. would it would have been better if he was one of the dancers. I think. Did, did you did you bring your own coat that one he used to wear in high school all the time? But... <laughs> oh god! I don't think Mary Crosby did anything besides this either. No, she was in Dallas. I mean, movie-wise. Oh, movie-wise? Yeah, yeah, probably not. Allison made the really dark joke when I said, oh, wow, she's uh, Bing Crosby's daughter. <laughs> Allison said, do you think she flinches when she hears loud noises? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Listen, I don't think I'm wrong. He was beloved, but he was a monster. <laughs> Listen, he used to beat the shit out of all of his kids. Well. He's an asshole. Allegedly. Alle- yeah. <laughs> And Mary Crosby grew up to be in movies like uh, Ice, Pirate. Ice Pirates. So maybe a little bit of negative reinforcement is good for you. You know what? I want to punch you in the face. <laughs> See? There you go. Yeah. Yeah, you have a little bit of Bing Crosby in you, don't you? I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Exactly. I'm going to say, like, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Beat the living shit out of you. I'm going to fill a pillowcase with bars of soap. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. You know, it's funny because Angelica Houston fought for this role. Like, she oh, really wanted honey. it. Well, I, had, I had forgotten that Angelica Houston did play that part. Because I had yeah. seen it. I saw it last mm-hmm. year on my birthday, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is the first time I think I'd seen it since... It came, came out. out back in the <laughs> mid '80s, and uh, I'm like, "Is that Angelica Houston?" Yeah, mm-hmm. someone that was friends with Jack Nicholson helped her get the role. Like she was like, "Yeah, I want well, to do this role." She's yeah. a date Jack Nicholson. Yeah, she was dating yeah, Jack Nicholson were, at the time. They were basically married without being married. They were she, together yeah. for a long time. She had been a model, I think, in the yeah. '70s. And this you like can two- tell she was a model because she's so thin. Yeah, like yeah. scary thin. Yeah, in mm-hmm. but in the movie Grifters is where I learned about the whole put oranges in a sock and <laughs> she is in it oh, yeah, she's, uh, and i think she's the person that she's gets the mom, hit right? with the uh yeah she's yeah. john cusack's yeah, yeah so so it all tied back to angelica also john matuzak is in this who played sloth in the goonies that's true yes who is actually pretty funny because he um is basically just conning his way out of getting um castrated castrated right. and that was a weird sequence <laughs> where they're like, all right, everyone's going to get castrated. And then also you're all going to have white Afro wigs on and we're uni- – I'm sorry. They're all wearing unitards. And I don't know if it was just me who noticed this, but, like, I know they probably have something on to, like, smooth their front. Mm-hmm. But some of the other people that were supposed to be eunuchs, I could see their dicks <laughs> through their pants. Well, they I'm still like, had – they would still have that. They just wouldn't No, have- no, no. Like they no doesn't it? I don't know the chopper. Well, just thing. get rid of your balls. Yeah. Is it just the balls? I, yeah. I thought it was your wiener. No, I think it's no, just yeah. the balls. Because I think she makes some insinuation with the black guy about using him for you know. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All cool. right. The nanny or whatever. Like, then Baxter I guess... is fixed, but he still gets a red rocket. <laughs> well, I thought that was different. I thought a uh, eunuch. No. I thought eunuchs were just. Totally smooth. Like they just are like that. You get yeah, rid of all. You have of to still use the bathroom. Remember yeah, but guys, you can still use the bathroom if it's shorter. But you just have to sit down. To but pee. guys, <laughs> guys can't pee out of their butts like ladies do. <laughs> well, that, that's not how it I works. You'll Mike, have to learn. Know. I'm pretty sure it is. We have a child together. Yeah, he's a boy. He doesn't pee out of his butt. <laughs> Neither do I. I don't know that that's true. You've peed out of your butt before. Listen, I've heard it. it there's there's one 
this is the You're last like, episode damn. of the podcast. <laughs> There, there is no hundredth episode, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> nope. Yeah, they ended at ninety nine. Very weird. They said that they were going to do their second award show at the hundredth episode, but yeah, Allison mentioned Mike having a bowel movement, and then the show just cut off at that point. <laughs> what award would you give Ice Pirates? You're going to give it an award? Well, no. the Watchies is sort of like our version of the Oscars. I can only pick stuff from Allison's movies, and she can only pick stuff from mine. And at some point, is Allison going to slap you like Will Smith slapped uh, Chris Rock? Or I'm hoping. I mean, maybe. He needs to say something mildly offensive, which I'm sure will happen at some point. <laughs> something that doesn't really upset me, but seems to upset maybe one of the cats. And then I'll get up and I'll slap him. I think what's supposed to happen is Ted's supposed to make a joke about you. And I'm supposed to laugh until I look at you and see that you're not laughing. <laughs> and then I'm supposed to go... Oh, shit. (laughs) And then I'm supposed to get up and do what I think is right. And then afterwards, you're supposed to go, I didn't need anyone hitting anyone for me. I saw a different angle of that where it was like from behind them. She starts cracking up when he does it. She goes, I'm like, um, that's not appropriate. The whole way up there, you're just thinking, I can't believe I'm doing this. I got to do this. I can't believe I got to do this. I am a little worried now because I do like talking to the audience so much and joking around with the audience. And I have had people come up on stage like that did not appreciate my joking. But I am a little worried now that someone's going to come up on stage and take a swing at me. Yeah, that's not really a precedent that should have ever been set. Like, and I also, I just don't think hitting anybody is okay anyway. I joke Except about being Bing Crosby <laughs> making his daughter no! a better actress. No. <laughs> although, although, really, was she a better actress? Oh. I don't know. She was at least in the movie. Yeah, she was uh, oddly. She was an odd choice for that part too. I felt like they like they wanted somebody. I think they wanted. She was attractive, but I think they wanted somebody sexier, and she really didn't give that vibe off. She seemed very... She had kind of... um, I mean, like, she's very beautiful, but not like... um, I don't know. She just seems like she's kind of... It's not that she's not pretty, or, you know, she just wasn't like a vixen, sort of. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, that they wanted somebody... Kim Cattrall would have been better than... in that part but i don't know which also by the way the director did mannequin 2 the director of this movie yeah oh, oh so he did work with the great what mm-hmm. a body of work so yeah this movie happened to me it's i had <laughs> it, to watch it it fits that you made me watch it i felt i was made to i would not watch it again it's really for 12 year old boys i think 12 year old boys in the 80s yes. yeah yeah no you're right that's who that's who it's for. It's or not for me. When you were fourteen or fifteen and yeah. you know, sitting there in your Troy Palace with your cable, <laughs> your home box office while I'm sitting here watching music videos on channel nine C B C and everyone thinks I'm weird because I think Corey Hart is the biggest thing in the world. I remember that show. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Video hits. Uh... So much of the popular music I liked was Canadian. Like, one of my favorite metal bands was this band called Gowan. (laughs) I don't know. That sounds like someone's last name. I remember listening to uh, whatever 89X was before it was 89X, back in the 80s. And every, like, uh, there was a CBC rule that they had to play Canadian songs. Oh, yeah. uh, Like, once an hour. Mm. And you could always tell because it was some 
band you never heard of and it was something like just terrible it was yeah <laughs> i know i i liked a lot of that stuff oh, you know how hard it is to get a canadian one hit wonder on single in the states oh my god did you have to go across the border and no go to the harmony house over there <laughs> harmony house did you I, ever I go to harmony house i don't think they had harmony houses in canada are you sure there was a um because i did eventually start going to record stores in Canada mm-hmm. and there was like at least in downtown Windsor there was like yeah. a little mom and well, pop type record store. Canada yeah. was good to go actually good to go to record stores in Canada because they had all the export. Uh, yeah. British yeah, all the imports and stuff. Or imports, I mean yeah. Yeah, all the British imports. That's me. how I got the Guar America Must Be Destroyed. Is it that one? I think it is that one that uh had a couple songs removed and instead it has Guar doing the Canadian national anthem all in like a keyboard sampling a baby crying so it's like that's actually quite lovely yeah i appreciate that about them so you watch this on your 50th birthday then uh 51st yeah okay well now i know how i want to celebrate my 51st birthday I want an Ice Pirates themed 51st birthday. Damn it, Ted. The whole party is going to be just him the happiest he's ever been and me miserable. And, because and, and Benji ew. has to dress up just like him at the end and come swinging in. Yep. Exactly. On a block of ice. Which I does... actually thought that was clever. That the, yeah, that me the too. Sun, that that, the... Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. They use... That was okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate that part. But I, I didn't. I, I wasn't happy about the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> they also like during this okay you're like a really dark part's coming and i'm like oh, okay whatever during oh, the time yeah. warp <laughs> the during the time warp princess karina goes into her chambers and nanny is like a total skeleton yeah. i'm like what the fuck well, that's did what they happen ha- okay but, but did it, it had only been be... like four years yeah like everyone else had only aged like four yeah. years and apparently they're saying that the nanny <laughs> In four basically years. died immediately and then became a skeleton. <laughs> like she's that close to death. It was um, it was dark. It was very dark. I loved it. That was hilarious. <laughs> so Natalie Core played the nanny, and she lived till uh, she was oh wow ninety two years old. Did Good. she live, outlive Robert Urich too? Yeah. <laughs> I, pretty, pretty much everybody in this movie. Uh, I'm going to guess the only person who didn't was John Carradine, because I think John Dick Carradine died like 12 died years in, before yeah. this movie was oh, made. God. He died in 88. In he died four years after this movie. I looked it up. I was like, because he looks like he's about to pass away in everything I've ever seen him in. Natalie Cor and- played Mrs. Feldman and Dunstan Checks In. <laughs> oh, I saw another that movie. Another classic. Mm-hmm. There's another one you can do. It's happening now. Let me add that to my list, because... I did watch a video on uh, trivia about this, and the person in the video said that Max von Sydow has a cameo in this. In, in Ice no. Yeah, no, oh. he does not. Yeah, he definitely does not. Unless they, Maybe, he's supposed to be the bad guy? He was supposed to play a bounty hunter, but if that is true, then that scene got cut because, probably yeah that seems probably much more like maybe he's in like deleted scenes or something on the dvd which we're not gonna get we own the dvd oh, fuck why because jay from the ann arbor comedy showcase gave it to me he was surprisingly willing to part with it yes that is shocking i'm shocked i'm jay, waiting for the criterion collection version we're gonna have yes one. oh my god yes no yes oh ted you gotta stop giving him ideas <laughs> Because I have to live with them, not you. I am regularly a guest on another podcast called We Are Movies, and we will do Criterion specials Mm. every now and then. We have a strange track record for movies that we request 
to be Criterion collection releases end up getting made. Yeah, I find Criterion is kind of weird in that sometimes some of the stuff that, that's in there, I'm like, really? That? Yeah. I'm. That's fair. I love having the Criterion collection version of Repo Man, but I'm also like, really? <laughs> well, I mean, you guys have the, the Criterion of Fast Times of Ridgemont High. Yes, and that's we do. one that mm-hmm. It's a great movie. Love the movie, but I'm like, is it really the same as, you know, some of the other? Some of yes. the, it's, it's always kind of an interesting choice. I don't really know what the deciding factors are. In yeah, terms it, of it almost seems like stuff but... like Repo Man and Fast Time should be like Shout Factory releases to mm-hmm. get that like deluxe treatment that way. Like I don't put Rashomon right. in the same category. That's, what I was th- that's exactly the yeah. movie I was thinking of. That Yeah. yeah. Uh, Shout Factory, the rhino records of film. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, that's beautiful. I hope you recommend more movies for us. God damn it. This was fun. I know <laughs> to, how to I want fair, my 50%. To be fair, it wasn't a recommendation, Allison. I just mentioned I watched it, and this guy took it and ran you with know it. What? So don't blame me entirely. It's okay. He would have found something else. This was pretty benign as far as... <laughs> Awful movies he's made me watch. <laughs> was this now? This was was this this was PG, right? Not PG yeah. thirteen, but yeah. PG thirteen was a thing at that point, right? Uh, this after, no, it, I PG thirteen I think yet. came out in eighty five because I turned thirteen in eighty five. Yeah, okay. I think it was. Yeah, the following year is when PG because yeah. it was for Indiana Jones. Right? Well, Indiana Jones was not rated. Yeah, Indiana Jones was rated PG. Temple of Doom was ah. rated PG, and there was so much Drama. outcry about the. Yeah, because I was able to watch it, but there's like monkey brains and like melting faces. And the guy's and heart getting, heart pulled, getting pulled out. That's. Kalima. Kalima. Oh and my I forget God. what was the first movie. There's something that's famous for me the first movie to get stuck with a PG 13 rating after that that Ooh. hurt its box office. Steven Spielberg is largely responsible for the. Um, PG 13? PG 13. So this probably then... would have been PG 13 had it come out probably. A year or two later. Probably. Yeah. Which would have hurt its box office even more. yeah i guess thank god it was only pg because i mean it barely made its money back (laughs) oh red dawn was the first that's what uh, it was pg-13 yeah yep and Hmm. i mean in 85 i was right among other factors that hurt its box office i know i remember that was one of them yeah Mm -hmm. yeah for sure yeah because after uh people complained about the violence in temple of doom and gremlins okay Uh, gremlins was the first half of the movie and the second half of the movie are like are very different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The first half of the movie is like cute little baby grim, and then the second half is very violent. Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's violent. Like, yeah. There's a lot of murder. Normally, this would be a time where we would say, "Hey, anything to plug?" Uh, I got to plug my phone into the uh, yeah. charge it up. That's about it. Be a good person. Rub it in that uh, you had cable before other people, and uh, <laughs> you, you know, know we should... everybody had. It's not like I'm the weirdo who had cable. <laughs> no, Actually, I was the, the weirdo one who without... didn't. So why are you making him feel bad? Well, it's not like he bad. went out and bought cable. His parents got cable. Yeah. If you want to um, be mad, be mad at your parents for not getting I am. cable. He's still mad about <laughs> yeah. that, I'm sure. I mean, obviously. Why do you think I see a therapist? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can think of many reasons, but... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for acknowledging that, Ted, that it has to be more than just the cable. This is what I've been trying to tell you. So uh, join us on the Facebook group, follow us on Instagram, and uh, leave a nice review. Yeah. And uh, next week, we'll be back with the Watchies. The Watchies. Where, I can't uh, wait. I can't wait to go through the list of all the shitty movies Allison made me watch <laughs> over the past year. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to go over all of the shitty movies you made me watch. Great movies. Listen. We watch Fast Times at Ridgemont High because of me. And? 
Ice Pirates. Yeah, and we, we had to watch Ice Pirates, Pirates because of you. We watched and... Ice Pirates because of Ted. <laughs> I Okay, I'm not taking the fall on this one. I'm going to blame you because all Ted did was mention a movie. And then you ran with it. It's your fault. That's true. <laughs> well, thank you, Ted, for joining us. Yes, and thank I'm you for glad coming. that we actually get to uh, be buddies now. Even well. though like we could have... More so back then, if I had realized that we could have talked about comic books instead of... Uh... About how weird your friend Dave was? <laughs> yep. <laughs> it weird, it's weird at the time. Let's just make that... Well, I mean, it seemed pretty weird. But... Did I tell you that I figured out if I ever did drag, I have the perfect drag name now? What is it? Betty Sinew. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. You're fired from this podcast. Okay. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> Oh my god.